Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray that this message inspires hope, help, and healing in your life. And as always, welcome home. You know, I was thinking about this, and um, I was I was looking at Kenneth Hagin. He said something so good. I remember being in Bible school when he preached this message. We're seated in heavenly places, and I and I just pulled some of the notes, and I want to pull some of this in. But I want you to know the church has to understand that you are in a heavenly realm at all times in Christ Jesus. And Jesus said this, and I want you to look at some scriptures. I got Ephesians 1.20, probably going to look at a lot of these in the King James. And then we're going to look at Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Now, I want you to get an understanding that you are in the place of victory right now. We stand in victory because of what Jesus did. And because we stand in victory, we don't fight from the uh, defensive place. We fight from an offensive place, that we've received victory and we hold on to the victory. The fight of faith is hanging on to what you've been given, okay? That's the fight of faith, amen? And I'm gonna talk more about that. The fight of faith, the fight of faith is we fight from what, we, from where we, from what we've been given, amen? We've been given victory, amen? So after Jesus was from, raised from the dead, the Bible says God highly exalted him to a position of honor, at the right hand and gave him a name that is above every name. Now, I want you to look at Ephesians 1.20, and then we're going to look at Philippians 2.9-11. through 11. What you, The same power which you want in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his right hand in heavenly places. Now, this is what I want you to know. Jesus' present-day ministry is seated at the right hand of God in heavenly places. Now, look in Philippians 2.9-11. through 11. This will help you. God not only... Wherefore, God also highly exalted him and gave him a name which is above every name. That's the name of Jesus. Now look at verse 10. That what? That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of the things of heaven and the things in the earth and the things under the earth. That's all three realms. That name of Jesus. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now I want you to pull that in, amen? God gave Jesus the name that is above every name. And at the name of Jesus, every, er, heaven, earth, and hell must bow and confess his lordship. Now, I'm going to show you something. We're going to keep reading here in a minute, but I, I wanna, I'm going to add some stuff in this thing. If you go back to Ephesians 1 and 7, now, I want you to look at this. This is the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go to Ephesians 1 7. We'll stay in the King James like I was saying. I'm adding some stuff into this thing, some of that stuff. Because the resurrection of the Lord Jesus is the proof of Satan's defeat. Okay? Now, that's what you got to remember, the resurrection. So when you go to Ephesians 1 and 7, you're going to see this here. It talks about the new creature in Christ Jesus kind of realities, okay? It stands out with, uh, uh, in whom, right, we have our redemption through his blood. Now, I'm going to read this here, and then I'm going to read what I got for you. In which we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of what? Sins according to the riches of his grace, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the remission of our sins or our trespasses according to the riches of grace. We have redemption. It's not something we're going to ask for or pray for or, or, or have to do. We, we've, been made the, we've been made righteous. And the moment we're born again is the moment we've been redeemed. <coughs> okay? Satan's dominion over you ends the minute you become born again. Now, that's really important for the believer because a lot of times in the earth, the believer thinks like, well, you know, oh, you know, 
I got to fight the enemy. No, 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 no. The moment we're born again is the moment that redemption is ours. Satan's dominion is only over lost man. Satan does not have dominion over the saved man. Our life, okay, our life through redemption is brought to a newness, but our life is brought to a place of power, okay? That's Ephesians 2, 6. Now, let's look at that. He raised them up. Look at that scripture. You all read that, right? When we read it. And hath raised us up with him, okay? Now, remember, we read that Jesus was raised and seated at the right hand. Now, look what it says in Ephesians 2 and 6. And he hath raised us up with him, and he made us to sit with him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, you see that right there? We were crucified with him, we died with him, and we were buried with him. Oh, yeah. You want to see a great scripture? Look, I'll find it for you. If you go, this scripture right here changed my life. I just read this the other week, and man, I read this. I'm, I, I'm, I want to meditate in this one till I really get it. Go with me to Galatians. Go with me to Galatians 2.20. Um, we can even read a little bit for it. Go to Galatians 2 and 20, Passion Translation. Let me give us time. I'm kind of free-flowing right now. So I want you to get this, right? Now you got to get this. This is some good stuff. 219. You want to start with 219? Start with 219, and then we'll go to 20. That was my bad. And we'll read a little bit. Let them give us some time to get this up there. You read this, this will change your life. Now you got to understand something. Pastor Chris, why are you talking about this? We're seated in heavenly places in Christ. You understand that? Now, when you start terminology like that, people in the church go, what do you mean? No, we were raised with him. Okay? Now, you remember we just read that Ephesians. We're going to go back to that in a minute. Look what the Bible says. Because the Messiah lives in me, I'm now dead to the law's dominion over me so I can live for God. Did you get that? Now, did you get that? Because God lives in me. I'm now dead to the law's dominion over me so that I can live for God. <laughs> hey. Now watch. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to read 20 and 21. My old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives. Now, you better put, you got to read that slow. Are you all right with that? My old me has been co-crucified. That means I was, that means in God's eyes that when Jesus was crucified, I was on the cross with him. Now, let me explain that. That is the, um, how do you want to, I got to go slow with this so you can see this. <clears throat> that is the positional grace that's given to the believer through connection in Christ. Okay, now let me explain something to you. This is very easy to understand, but you have to pay attention, okay? So I'm not even in the earth, and Jesus goes to the cross. When Jesus went to the cross... He had mankind within him. Not everybody. Now, you got to get that now. He gave access for everybody, but only the believer could partake in the benefit of what he's done on the cross. Okay? So now let me show you what happened. Everybody was in Adam, but only the believer is in Jesus. Adam was sinful man. Now, you can't get out of that. It's trapped. Now, everybody on the face of the earth, 
creed, gender, color. That's why people, man, people don't make no sense with this color thing. The whole world's fighting over, over all this. Not, this is crazy, man. It's crazy. Why can people not like somebody because of the color of your skin or the gender or the background and all this? This is ridiculous. And believers, if you got to hang up there, you need to go get a heart check because you're messed up in your love walk. That's the God's honest truth, man. Because everybody was in Adam. This identification don't make no sense. Look, I'm going to tell you right now, y'all people better listen to me because we, we, we are, you know, we're a definitely diverse church, okay? Let me tell you right now, I don't want to come out in my race. Now, I tan real well, you know what I'm saying? Pastor Chris, you Italian? No, 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 I'm in God. I'm staying in the, in, in, in the species of being, not in the color of my skin. Why in the world do you want to come out and be like normal men? Man, no, man. I was in Adam and now I'm in Christ. Ain't no gender in this. I'm a lady. You understand what I'm saying. I understand you're a lady, but you know what I'm saying. You're in Christ Jesus. All this stuff is robbing identity of people's true, real place of beginning. I'm in Jesus, man. I'm proud of you. You know, you can be proud of where you came from and all that stuff, but come on. You got to lose this stuff. I'm in Christ Jesus. You're a spirit being. This is an earth suit. You don't like my earth suit? Church don't make no sense. This world's crazy. Why are you going to pick on my earth suit? That's the suit God told me put on. If he would have gave me a polka dot suit, I would have put it on. Come on, somebody. Take your place in the earth as the God, man, and woman and stop this foolishness. All right, you don't know what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking about. My old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives. My identity was done in a way with. Now watch this. When he went to the cross before I was even born 2,000 years ago, when I come in in 1994, I got saved. The minute 94, I said, Jesus, I accept you. He what? He put me in that cross position and said, because of what was done on the cross, you could become forgiven of your sins today because of what I did and by what? So, now, 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 let me show you now. Now, this is what you got to get here, okay? Through identification in Christ, in the name of Jesus, because of the blood of the Lamb and the redemption plan of man, I take you out of this arena of now and I put you through the position of the cross and have you come out on the other side like resurrected man in the body of Christ. Now, you got to understand something. Now, this is where you gotta, it's got to make sense. Adam committed high treason. When Abraham came and everybody believed Abraham, the Bible said this, that the man that waited in the earth believing Abraham stood in Abraham's bosom. Abraham's bosom was the holding pattern until Christ went to the cross. That's why when Jesus went to the cross, the dead in Christ rose from the dead. Where did they go? They went to heaven. There was no place to heaven until Jesus made a way. When they stood in Abraham's bosom, which the Catholic church gets confused and calls it purgatory, there's no such thing as purgatory. Purgatory was Abraham's bosom. It was a holding pattern until Christ made the plan. Once he made the plan of redemption for man, heaven was established. You understand this? So now we come in, the earth, 
and we're lost. Generation of men have come since Jesus went to the cross. Some will believe, some choose not to believe. You and me being the believer have now been accepted and identified in the body of Christ. So the only way I got earth access now after I say yes to Jesus is through the identification as Christ man in the earth. Otherwise, you're an Adam. There's only two people. Man, you better get this. You didn't come from Ireland and England. You did in the natural, but you're either an Adam or Christ, man. You're either a believer or a non-believer. That's it. Saying, oh, man, this is so whacked out, man. People are just deceived. You're either in the body. Look, you're either in God or the devil, bro. That's it. Well, my nature and DNA. Your nature and DNA is in either one. Now, your actions and your attitude should line up to where you identify, but most people can't get there because they have not what? They have not absorbed this truth. My old identity has been co-crucified with the Messiah and no longer lives. For the nails of his cross crucified me with him. You shut the show down right now. What? In God's eyes, when them nails went through his hands, they went through your hands too. Crucified me because by by. Positional, positional, I am in him and he is in me. So now watch this. I had to pay the sin of a lawbreaker. I couldn't, but he on a cross to take it for me. You see the exchange? That's the only way in. Now, the essence of this new life is no longer mine. My God in heaven. For the anointed one lives his life through me. We live in union as one. My new life is empowered by the faith of the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and dispenses his love into mine. You better get that. We live as a union of one. My new life is empowered by faith. This is what happened. Faith now has given you access to this life. Now you got to stay in this faith. So that is why, look at verse 221, that is why I don't view God's grace as something minor or peripheral. For what? For if keeping the law could release God's righteousness to us, then the anointed one would have died for nothing. So that's what, this is the act of grace. (laughs) Man, it's a big act of grace if you think about it, ain't it? Oh my God. So now look at, now watch this, right? So we are free. Now look at the feet. Now remember we got this scripture now. Don't get all messed up with me. But remember we got this scripture. I'm going to bounce around a little bit. Remember, um, remember we read the, um, uh, um, I'm okay. For, go, to, go to Ephesians 1.19. We're going to read 1.19, 20, and 21. And then we're going to go back and we're going to look at what I just read. And that when we get in the uh, um, Ephesians 1 and 7. Okay, so you got to see this now. Okay. Because you can read Ephesians 1, 7 all the way through, but we've got to see this thing. So look at Ephesians 1, 19, right? God not only gave us his name, right? He gave us his position. That's important, okay? So what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe? Now, how many you believe? According, what? To the working of his mighty power. Now, read that slow. And what is the exceeding greatness of of his power toward us who believe. We are the believer. What would that exceeding great and precious power do? According as the working of that mighty power. Look at verse 20. 
hath what? Now you're going to see this. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now hold on to that. You see that right there? Now ain't that, ain't that what Ephesians says about me and you? Which wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Now can you, can you do this? Can you go to Ephesians 1.7? Now, stay right there. Go to Ephesians 1, 7. Then we'll come back and read it. Give him some time over here to work this machine, but you need to see this. Watch he wrought in Christ, when in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, in whom we have redemption. That's the plan of redemption. We're seated with him. My God in heaven, are you pulling this in? Watch, 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 watch. You better get this. That's why we're going to go to Ephesians 2.6 in a minute here. Ephesians 2.6, I'm going to wrap it up, but I want you to pull that in. Did you pull that in a little bit? Did, yeah, because watch what Ephesians 2.6 says. You got, want to pop up Ephesians 2.6, let him see it. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, what did, what did Ephesians 1.20 say? It said God did this with Jesus. He rose him up from the It says the same thing right there. And hath raised us up together. Which, this is good. Leave it right there. You did great. Which he wrought in Christ. So God wrought the power in Christ when he raised him from the dead and sat him at his own right hand in everybody. That's what God's talking about, Jesus. Look what he says about you now in Ephesians. Go back to the last scripture you're at. You're going to see it. I know I'm working you good. And hath raised us up together. To sit together in heavenly places in Christ. He said, you seated in the same place Jesus is. But I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. I didn't. How did I get on the cross? How did I get crucified with Christ? How did I get seated in heavenly places? How in the world is that? By what? By association through the new birth experience, God and Jesus are one, and now God has made me and you one with Jesus. By belief. That's the craziness of the gospel. You just believe, and you get access like this, because without it, you'd be doomed. And the church is sitting here trying to figure out how in the world are we going to rub nickels together? Come on, somebody. How in the world are we going to, oh, how are we going to overcome? How are we going to speak and decree? How... Come on, man. You're Jesus in the earth. Now we're going to go back. I said, Pastor, you're getting so excited. You're getting all excited about the word of God. You're getting all, you're getting all happy. You're getting all shiny in your head. You're getting all excited. What's my position in Christ? Position of power. That's what my position is. I ain't never leaving the position of power. God not, look at this, look at this. God not only gave Jesus a name that is above every name. I'm going to preach this thing. I'm going to preach this thing till you get it. God has not only given Jesus a name that is above every name, but the name of Jesus, every being, heaven and earth, they're all going to bow, man. Well, what's my position? Now, you want to see, you want to see first, go to Ephesians 1. I don't, do, we, do we read 21 and 22? I don't even know. I got all excited. See, it happens when I get <laughs> <laughs> and above, we far above. Woo! Here's a little bit above. Look, you want to read, let's read 19, 20, 21. Let's put it all together. They get all happy. Somebody say, Pastor Chris, you working it. Right? And what is the exceeding greatness 
of his power toward us, toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. Far above. Come on, somebody. Far above. He didn't say a little bit above. He, if, let me ask you a question. If Jesus, are you sitting where Jesus is sitting? Come on now. I'm like, you work tonight. According to the gospel, you're sitting in the same seat. So let me ask a question. You got crucified with the same nails. Come on, this is good teaching. You got crucified with the same nails. Come on, somebody. You got, you got, you got crucified with the same nails. You got in the same position. Woo, come on, somebody. Hallelujah. You got in the same place, and then he sat you in the right seat. He did it like this. Look, I'm really going to mess up the camera tonight. He said, okay, now I got to stay cool, right? He's like, okay, Jesus, he said, Jesus, you sit here. They're going to love this on the video. I'm getting up, walking around. So this is Jesus' seat. See this seat right here? This is Jesus' seat. He said, Jesus, you sit right here at the right hand of the Father. Okay, and you did your thing. You sat. He said, hey, Sarno, 94, I said, I believe. He said, guess what? You go sit in the same seat. Go sit in Jesus' lap, because you and him one and the same. He said, Say, sit in the same seat. You mean you want me to sit right here? Sit right here. You seated with him. Get in that seat. I don't deserve it. Who cares? I didn't say, I didn't, I didn't. Hey, and you ever have somebody save you a seat? You know, you go somewhere like, save me a seat when you get there? You ever show up late? You ever show up late and somebody save you a seat in the front row? And you feel bad for a minute? You're like, oh, excuse me, pardon me, oh, excuse me, pardon me. And you got to go sit there. And you're like, favor. So he said, sit in this seat. I don't deserve it. I didn't say you did. You don't deserve it, but you get access to it because of what Jesus did. How in the world is the church living beneath the seat he gave them? I don't know what they're doing. They're crazy. Living outside of the seat that he gave you because, we, oh, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Come on, man. You see this? Look what it says. <laughs> Look what it says right here. Look at 21. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Now watch 22. Here we go. You're going to read all of it. And put all things under his feet. If it's under his feet, it's under my feet. Far above all principality. I'm far above. Take your seat. Things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. He said, church, you're ahead of all of it. Watch this. So how does Jesus sitting in the highest position in the universe affect me and you? Glad you asked. Look at Ephesians 2, 6. If you got the seat based on what he did, and you get the benefits of everything he did. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. My God. What do you mean? We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. We are what? Joint seated with Christ. Now, oh, you got to get this now. You pulling this in? This is important. Positional blessing. Come on now. It's positional. Look at this. You want to know why? I know why you want to know why. Because you're like, ooh, I don't know why. I'll tell you why. Because you've been made, you've been made, you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Oh, you better pull that in. 
You better pull that in. Watch this. I'm going to find you this scripture. You're going to like this scripture, right? Because here's the thing. You know where I'm going, some of you. Some of you know what I'm saying here, but some of you are like, what is he talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. He, he said, now, let, let, let me give you this scripture because I want to find this one. Because this is the thing that people don't get. And if you're not careful, he said, I made you a joint heir. Now, that, that could get, um, uh, it's Romans chapter 8, but I want you to get this. What do you mean? Well, let me, let me show you the whole thing. Let me find this Romans. It's Romans 8, like 17. But you got to go find this other part. Watch. Romans 8. Start a little bit before 17. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because remember, uh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because in Romans 8, 14, it says, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they're the sons of God. Right? See Romans 8, 14? For as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God. For you now receive the spirit of bondage again to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, I have a father. The spirit itself or himself bears with us our spirit that we are the children of God. Now look what it says in verse 17. And if children, then what? Heirs. So you're an heir. Heir of God and joint heir with Christ. That's that position. See that? I'm an heir of God, but a joint heir with Christ. If so be we suffer with him, we may be glorified together. So that means what? I'm, joining, I'm, I'm sitting in the same seat. Did you see that? How that makes sense now? So where in the world are I? Together in heaven, we join heirs. We're seated in a joint, joint seating. You know, you know, it says one joint supplies to the other. We're connected. I'm connected in the blessing because of what he did. I'm a joint heir. Far above. You ain't far above because of what you did. You're far above because of what Jesus did. But when I go in there and take that name, come on, somebody. It puts me in the same position as an overcomer. And I over, woo, I'm overcoming because of the blood of the Lamb. Seated with Christ far above all principality and powers and evil spirits. We're above. They can't influence believers who are seated in heaven. But our seating and reigning with Christ is a position of authority. Take your place in authority. God has given you his God-given delegated authority. And now, like, this is what we say, right? You all know this, right? When we talk about authority, right? Now, y'all know these scriptures. Some of you do, some of you don't. But when you look at these scriptures, you know that God gave you the power over all. Over all. Look at this. Look, 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 look. Uh, go to Luke. Go to Luke chapter 10. Just look at this. Go to Luke chapter 10, 17. We're going to read 10, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay? We're reading the King James. And they get all excited because you got to understand you got authority. And if you understand you got authority, you know you got power. And if you know you got power, you know you got, but it's delegated authority. Remember we talked about that? And delegated authority is like a police officer. That's the easiest way to figure it out. A police officer has, uh, law enforcement has the authority to city, whether you're the sheriff, FBI, CIA, you got, the, you got guys that got government behind their authority, county authority, you have, like, we live in Volusia County, right? We have a sheriff. He's got different authority in the city. A police officer with a city has the city of Daytona Beach backing him, but then you get the sheriff, right? He's got more authority. Then you get FBI, CIA. They got government authority, federal authority. That's all new stuff, man. Some of you guys, right, like, I got, I don't, I'm not proud about this, but I never got in trouble. But I got a friend, he went to federal prison. How many know federal prison is a whole lot different than county jail? Thank you. I ain't asking where some of you came from because some of you are rough. 
but Jesus redeemed you. Come on, somebody. Right? Now, listen. And the 70 returned again with joy, saying to Jesus, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. Come on. They're like, we said the name of Jesus, the devil got weird, squirrely. And he said to them, I seen Satan fall from heaven. <laughs> I seen Satan like lightning fall from heaven. He said, behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Now, serpents and scorpions are devils and demons. They ain't real. When's the Have you ever seen a serpent and a scorpion? This ain't like go to the zoo and smack snakes and little bugs around. That ain't what he's talking about. He said, I gave you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. See, if all the power of the enemy, that's serpent, demons and demonic influences. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. But don't get all excited about that. Rejoice in this. Not just because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. You're a believer. It's the power of the believer. It's the believer's authority right here. That's what this is. You got authority. Amen? Now, he gave you power and authority. Now, if you don't want to use it, that's you. Now, who got the power and authority? The one that's seated above in heavenly places. But if you're in him and he's in you, when you use the name of Jesus, the devil doesn't know if it's you or him. You're one and the same. You're in the body of Christ. That's why I don't understand people. Well, you know, I come out. I ain't going back out of here. I ain't in me no more. I'm in him. I don't identify with me no more. Man, I'm telling you, that's good stuff. I hope you got it. You're over there. I'm seated and I'm ruling and I'm reigning. <laughs> I'm seated and I'm ruling and I'm reigning. Come on, somebody. I'm looking for some rulers and reigners, some overcomers. Seated and reigning with Christ is a position of authority. It's a position of triumph. It's ain't a position. Church is running around defeated and weak and depressed. No, you're a believer. Listen, being seated, listen to me, I'm not sitting here knocking like you might be going through some stuff, but once you take your authority, nothing's going to press you no more. Lack, affliction, the enemy, pressure, all that demonic, none of that stuff. Why? Because we are not, we are not defeated, we're the believers and we're victorious. Seated with Christ is part of my inheritance. Did you get that? That's the position. You're a joint heir. That's inheritance talk. If I leave you something as an heir of my inheritance, that means I wrote you in my will. Come on, you see this? Jesus made us joint heirs. Joint heir to what? The authority. Take your place. Tell the enemy, tell sick, tell disease, tell oppressed, tell la anything antichrist, tell it what it needs to do because you got power over it. There, this, is where, this is where we're already seated. We ain't going to be seated there. We're sitting there now. That's the fun thing about the kingdom. He's been waiting for you. The minute you come in, you take your seat. Jesus seated. And what? Triumph. Woo! God has already raised us up and made us sit in heavenly places in Christ. We will rule and reign with Christ in this life now. Why? You got to rule, you got to exercise your authority. This is true. Now, the church, here's the problem with the church. They're fighting to win. You already won. Our position in Christ is already accomplished and finished. We need to exercise authority that belongs to us in the position of reigning. Now, I want you to see that. 
your, your exercising of authority is not to gain victory. Your position of exercising authority is given in the reigning with Christ. This isn't like, that's the problem with the church. Like, well, you know, I'm, you ain't fighting. Listen to me. Our, we are, well, our position as believers is one of a joint seating with Christ in heavenly places. Now, get this. That, look, it may not always look like it, but I promise you that's our position. Now, you better write that down. It might not look like it, but it's still my seat. Now, have you ever been on a plane and hit, and hit some turbulence? You sitting in the seat, but it's bumpy. That don't mean nothing's falling out the sky. Relax. I might be sitting in the seat, but I might hit some turbulence in life. My position, if we want to rise above circumstances, we must take advantage of the position. Did you get that? You better get that because you got to understand it. Now, Wayman's translation in Ephesians 2, 6 says this, raised us with him from the dead and enthroned us with him in the heavenly realms as being in Christ Jesus. God enthroned us with Jesus in the heavenly realms. Doesn't it? Does, 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 man, now, listen, don't that sound like a church that isn't defeated? You're winning. And still have, and still have to, and you got to win a battle over Satan? Give me a break. You already got a This is the problem with the church. The church is fighting in an opposite way. We're trying to get something we've been given. Just take your authority and wield it around. Now, remember Brother Hagin, you know, uh, he wrote that Believer's Authority book. It's a good book. You should read it. God designed the church to be triumphant, right? And he talked about this. He was funny, right? He said he had this dream, you know. <laughs> he, had this, he, he cracked me up. You know, he'd be doing something, and he was like, well, I had this dream, you know. And he's like, he's like God was trying to talk, teach him about authority, you know. And he said he had this dream, and he said, man, he said, he said he was dreaming, and he didn't know what was going on. And the enemy said, he was telling him, I'm going to come get you and do all this stuff. And Brother Hagin said this word. He said, he said, he said, he said, no, he said, he said, I stood my ground and I said, in Jesus' name. And, 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 and the influence of the enemy was destroyed. You know, he talks that one story. It was funny, you know. How he learned about authority was this. I always tell you that yakety yak story. Remember that? Brother Hagin was, was in the, he was, I think he was in the hospital, so <laughs> something was happening. And he went beyond the veil. And as he was going beyond the veil, he said he heard Jesus coming to him, see him. And Jesus was seeing him, and as Jesus was talking to him, now don't go getting out looking for experience like this. God taught these guys like this because they didn't have revelation. But he was talking to him, and Jesus was talking to him, and he said this little, this little demonic, <laughs> monkey-like thing was jumping in between going, yakety-yak-yak, yakety-yak-yak, yakety-yak-yak. And you could see, and he could see behind this yakety-yak, Jesus was still talking like, and he couldn't hear it because it's yakety yak yak. You ever try to hear somebody like, yakety yak 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 yak? And Brother Hagin's getting mad. He was talking about how to deal with demonic entities and how to influence your authority over the enemy. And he was like yakety yak yak yakety yak yak. And Brother Hagin was getting so mad. He said, "I got so mad at this little thing." He said, "I said in the name of Jesus." He said, "The minute he said in the name of Jesus, the thing hit the ground." And the minute he said, "Go," it took off. And and then Jesus, he had a clear picture. Of Jesus, Jesus said, "You got to you said so you got to use your authority." Because authority has been given to you and here. God ain't going to do nothing about the devil. Now, the church don't like that. He already did everything he's going to do with Jesus. He gave Jesus the power and authority. God designed the church to be triumphant. We got to partake in his victory. Watch this. This joint seating is this. 
Because we as believers are in Christ, when Jesus sat down at the right hand of the Father, you stood up. Now, you better get that man. When he sat down, he was done. Now I gave a thought. He said, sit in my seat, but stand up and take my authority in the earth. Come on. We sat down too, but it's time for the church to stand up. That's what I was trying to say. 2021 is about the church taking place. They want to shut you up about everything. This immoral mess, disgusting, lawless garbage. Oh, sit there and you, you be the people. Just be the little love, love, love Jesus, love, love Jesus. Just be love, love Jesus and put up with everything and tolerate everything. Shut up. Tolerating nothing. Darkness and sin and perverse and, 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 and lawless and, and demonic, disgusting nonsense. And you went to church, sit there. You, you know, you just sit there like church. Be quiet. Quiet nothing. Stand up, take your authority. You will make, listen to me. The, the, the people ain't going to like this. I don't really care. The, the earth should shake because of the church. But that's, you got to have power for that. Now, see, I ain't scared of it because I know I'm packing that kind of heat. Because every time you compromise your position, you devalue your authority. That's why I don't do it. Pastor Chris, what do you think about this? I just talk the truth. What do you think about that? Talk the truth. What do you think about that? It's wrong. Talk the truth. Don't stop the truth, man. Don't stop talking the truth. You better get this. Woohoo! You better get it. You better get it. And you better get it. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! Man, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. I'm trying to look at my time. My, my, my timer is telling me I'm getting close, but I'm not close to it. I got five minutes. Come on. Ready? If, if, G, if Jesus, the head, triumphed over all the works of the devil and all the works of, his, the, uh, of, the, of the demonic forces, the body is the head, your head don't go nowhere without your body. We are the body of Christ. The head being Christ doesn't leave the body behind. The body don't go nowhere without the head. So if Jesus, the head, triumphed over the enemy and we are the body, are we any less triumphant than he is? Not in the position. Now you got to get a revelation of this. Of course not. It is our legal right to enjoy the joint seating with Christ in heavenly places in a position of authority and triumph far above all principality, all power, and if we'll take advantage of this joint seating with Christ, we will begin to triumph in life. Now watch this. We don't have to try to be seated far above principalities and powers with Christ. We don't have to pray to be seated in these places of high heavenly places. We don't have to struggle to fight through the opposition and enemy to be seated with victory. Our position in seating in Christ is a fact right now. Now you just got to make it a reality. I'm not getting pushed around no more. I ain't backing up no more. It has already happened. The position was attained for us through Christ Jesus. All we have to do is what? Enjoy the rights and privileges that are ready to belong to us as joint heirs with Christ. And when you get the revelation of your position, it's going to make all the difference in the world in your life. We'll no longer be <laughs> the defeated church. We will take our place as the triumphant church, which was God's design from the foundation of the world. My God in heaven, you better pull that in. Watch this, watch this. Watch. Um. This is a better, this is why this was a better covenant. Okay? Now you better get this now. Now, this high priest place, now I'm gonna read something to you. 
I, I don't know how much time I got. I can do it, though. Um, you know, this Christ became the high priest. In Hebrews 9, 11 and 12, just look at this, and then I'll wrap this up. In Hebrews 9, 11 and 12, you need to see this, okay? He came as the high priest of good things. Hebrews 9, 11 and 12. See it? Then Christ, but Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle and not made with hands. This is to say, not of this building, but watch what he says here. Neither by the blood of bulls and goats or calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy of all place, having what? Attained eternal redemption for us. Now that's important now. Christ became the high priest of good things to come through a greater and more perfect tabernacle. As the high priest, this is what Jesus did. He took his own blood, carried it to the heaven holy of holies, and there presented it to God. It was accepted, and that seal is upon the document of our redemption. The blood of Jesus Christ, God's son, is the eternal witness of his finished work for us, and it is our legal right to this eternal life and sonship with privileges based on that blood, which means we've been made conquerors, because that's what that blood was all about, that eternal sacrifice. Satan has no dominion over us. His dominion is utterly broken, and the tokens of that victory are continually before the Father. That's what you got to know. He took that blood and laid it on the altar. He took that blood and laid it upon the foundation, that mercy seat. And every time the enemy tries to say, as an accuser of you, that blood cries out justice, mercy, forgiveness, redemption, power, strength. So every time we don't look like we can, the blood of Jesus Christ rises up and says, you've been made. You cannot forget that. So I want, I want to leave you with this. Don't forget that. You have legal right to the name of Jesus. You got to use it. The problem with the church is you sitting there getting beat up in between your ears and your mind and in your body and all this stuff, and you ain't opening your mouth. Open your mouth in the name of Jesus. You have legal right to the name of Jesus. You got to open your mouth and use the word of God against the enemy. It is Written. It is written. It is written. Jesus said, the devil came and tempted him three times and said, it is written. You got to open your mouth. You ain't talking enough. You know my position? You know who I am? I'm the anointed one. My God. That's who you are. The earth. I'm the anointed one. I've been anointed with power, Holy Ghost and power. That's what you got. Go in there and tell the devil. Too many times the devil's telling you. You got to tell the devil. Come on. Say it right now. I've been seated in heavenly praises. Say it right now. Ephesians 1, 3 says, what? Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with every, woo, spiritual blessing and heavenly places in Christ. We are seated in that position with the blessed one. Say it. I'm seated in heavenly places. I got dominion. I got victory. I got power and authority over all devils. I got the name of Jesus. I got the blood of Jesus. I bind you, devil. I break your power in the name of Jesus. Say in the name of Jesus. Now, look at the devil goes, man, you say Jesus. He don't know if it's you or him. You're the same. You're the same because you're one. Take your position. Go read some good books. Believer's Authority, great book. There's some great material out there. Learning that your position is in seated in heavenly place. He didn't say, he said, look, I sat down so you could, man, I'm going to tell you what. I got that revelation right now. He said, I sat down so you could stand. I sat down in heaven so you could stand up in the earth. Woo! I like that. Somebody needs to 
Get a t-shirt that says that. I sat, got Jesus, I sat down in heaven so you could stand up in the earth. Church, a bunch of babies sitting on, don't say nothing about that. Don't, uh, man, I'm getting ready. I am getting ready to roar. I'm going to open my mouth. When I open my mouth, I don't care. It's going to be what the word of God says. So you cannot deny me and I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you at each and every person at the sound of my voice. I thank you, Lord, that you're leading them, you're guiding them, you're helping them. You're taking them to a brand new level of what you have for them. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. That right now, they're getting a revelation of who they are in Christ and what they can do in the, in the gospel and the word of God and the power of God and the anointing of God. And let the name of Jesus be on their lips. And let this revelation of heaven show them where they're seated. And let the word of God forever come out of their mouth like a sword to overcome every single opposition of the enemy from this day forward. We are in a place of dominion from this moment forward. And we're not relinquishing it. And we're not stepping back from it. But we're stepping into it. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. And everybody said Amen, amen, and amen in Jesus' name. Listen, guys, I love you. God bless you. We're continually carrying on this message. This is going to be a great month, learning about authority, learning who you are in Christ, learning what you can do. Stay connected to what we're doing, and we're going to see you Sunday morning, 9 online, 1030 online and in person. We're excited about what God is doing, and I promise you this. You're seated in heavenly places. He sat down in heaven so you could stand up in the earth. Don't you forget that. I love you, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, we invite you to visit us today at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. And as always, welcome home.